the calm before the storm, or less. Mike Meyer, the plant doctor, wonderful guy. If you ever get a chance to just talk with him on the sidewalk or something, whether you're talking plants or just shooting the breeze, he's a, he's a neat guy, real interesting guy. So he's posting uh, information earlier today uh, about uh, the weather and the storm that's uh, potentially coming our way. And he found a forecast that included the possibility of nine inches of snow. And I laughed and said, how long have you lived in the lacrosse area, dude? When did you ever expect to see nine inches of snow? When the, when the forecast is four to nine, did we ever get the nine part? Yeah, so I just, my prediction to uh, Mike Meyer and the guy who was concerned, one of his friends, three inches and a bunch of sleet, freezing rain, and a, a bunch of wintry mix. But uh, not ankle, you know, well, ankle deep. We're not going to be, you're not going to be walking in snow over the top of your uh, high tops. That's just my prediction. Is it still, does 5 o'clock officially count as afternoon? No, I don't think so. It's beyond I think we're like, I've, I say evening. Like, we're in the evening now. Like five Even to, in the summer when it's totally bright out? Yeah, still, yeah. Okay. Because you can drink a beer in the evening. You can't drink a beer in the afternoon, right? The evening, you're good. You have okay. a beer. All right. So you, it's 5 o'clock. And at 5 o'clock in the summer, you're definitely, like, right? Like you're sure. Popping a top. Well, yeah. I think you're, I'm more likely to drink a beer in the summer anyway. At 5 o'clock uh, or five in the afternoon, quote, unquote. Well, either. Because <laughs> if it's two, sunny two and warm, in the uh, I'm, well, it all depends on whether I'm coming back to play in the, if I'm coming back to play here, no. If I'm not, maybe. So we have a slight chance of freezing drizzle uh, yet this afternoon. I guess we've moved on from there. So tonight, snow and freezing drizzle before 4 a.m. And then just freezing drizzle between 4 and 5 a.m. Then freezing drizzle mixed with snow after 5 a.m. See? <laughs> Told you it was going to be three inches and a bunch of stuff. Otherwise, cloudy skies, the low temperature about 23. That's the part that really mystifies me. Well, well below the freezing mark and still freezing rain. Anyway, northeasterly winds at five, about five miles an hour. About a 70% chance of precipitation tonight. Less than a tenth of an inch of ice tonight. Little or no snow accumulation expected tonight. Tomorrow, snow possibly mixed with freezing drizzle, becoming all snow after 10. The snow could be heavy at times. The high temp about 26. Northeasterly winds at 5 to 15 miles an hour. They'll become northwesterly in the afternoon. Chance of precipitation tomorrow is 90% with very little ice accumulation and 4 to 8 inches of snow tomorrow. So there you go. Maybe 4 to 8 tomorrow. But two things to keep in mind as far as I'm concerned. It's during the day, so traffic will be lesser than it might be on a busy uh, Saturday. And we've got plenty, plenty of time ahead to plan for it. Snow is likely tomorrow night as well, before 10 p.m. Also could be heavy at times. Patchy blowing snow as well, but between 11 and midnight. A low temperature of 2 below 
tomorrow night. So you know anything that we get tomorrow is going to be snow with a 26-degree high and a 2-degree below zero low. Windshield values at uh, 17 below, so 15 to 20 mile an hour gusts as high as 30 out of the west. Chances of uh, snow Thursday night, 70%. About an inch of additional snow on Thursday night after, yeah, uh, Thursday night. So if we get heavy snow, it's going to be tomorrow during the day. Friday, mostly sunny and cold, high temp 4. Saturday, mostly sunny, high temp 15. Sunday, slight chance of snow after 7, otherwise cloudy and 22. So there you go. Potentially crazy. Tomorrow, currently it's uh, 28, and I did not experience any kind of crazy weather or driving conditions on the way down here, so we should be all set tonight with no big deal. Tomorrow, during the day, a different deal. All right, let's take care of a little business, and what's on your mind? I've been talking uh, parking most of the day, setting up conversations uh, for tomorrow. The Parking Benefit District, the latest effort uh, of, uh, in the city's fight to uh, eliminate cars parked in front of your house all day long. You know much about this parking benefit district? If you do, call me because you are one of the few people. 785-7914, the phone number. If there's something else on your mind, we'll call it a What Do You Think Wednesday on the Crosstalk PM. It's Lacrosse Talk PM on News Talk 1410 AM, 923 FM, online at WICMnews.com and on Facebook. I'm Mike Hayes with Rick Solom in the studio this morning where it is not, where it is not uh, nasty. Outside might be, well, it's probably not nasty outside either, but it's, uh, we're working on it, I guess. At least uh, that's what Mother Nature has in mind for the moment. Shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be a big deal tonight. Snow and freezing drizzle. But not a lot. You know, I, I think tonight is the annoying amount. Little or no snow, a tenth of an inch of ice or less. Uh, so not a lot tonight, but enough to, you know, if you park your car outside, you probably have to do some scraping. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be annoying tonight. Tomorrow could be a totally different deal. So my suggestion at this point is uh, be sure and listen in for Mark Meyer's forecast first thing. Tomorrow, because uh, we'll have the very latest on the crosstalk in the morning, right after six. In the meantime, it is five o'clock somewhere, Bill. It is five o'clock and uh, eighteen minutes, as a matter of fact, right here on the crosstalk. BM. brought to you by our very good friends at Habitat for Humanity, Kaya Fox and her team over there doing amazing things, making uh, making this community a whole lot nicer place to live. We didn't get it. So parking, the parking benefit district suggested by a uh, an interested neighbor who wants to fire up specific areas of uh, parking benefit. The money that would be raised in that district would then uh, a portion of it would stay in that district for to benefit the, that neighborhood with the uh, neighborhood cleanup or the mayor suggested cleaning up or uh, lighting or you know, benches or garbage hauling. I had a question about the garbage hauling because unless he's talking about big items, which yeah, is an that's ad, what it is. is what it's, okay. yep. In that case, 
that would be cool. Uh, you know, I, I can see this working for a particular neighborhood, but and we will have an opportunity to uh, speak with uh, Jim Flotmeyer tomorrow, who I, I think I would like to – I'm going to suggest him tomorrow – or a new nickname, how about he be the uh, parking guru, since he seems to be the guy that knows the answers when, we're, right. when we have questions. He's the guru. He isn't, he isn't the guy who's going to sentence anybody to a lifetime in jail, so we no, can't really call that's, him bizarre. That's, uh, what, who would that be now, Abraham? Would I, Abraham be the parking zone? I don't know. Maybe. Somebody in the police. Uh, Jason Melby's another one of the answer guys. So the way I see this is like individual neighborhoods within La Crosse who don't have paid parking or any kind of like parking ordinance in front of their house right. are now going to buy signs and say you must pay. Or well, and I don't know if this, if this is in addition to the parking benefit district might be any other neighborhood besides the, the district that the city and the universities have identified. Right. As uh, uh, yeah, college car their, parking. Because they have marked out like Washburn neighborhood, right? That's their own. Right. Like that, and that They've might got be a neighborhood right association. And itself. that might, might be by Memorial Pool now I think about it. But like whatever neighborhood that isn't associated with any. What I'm, what I'm getting at is aren't we a neighborhood, Midwest family? Like why can't we have, and then we should be collecting the money from the parking. Like what, who, who, who does the money go to if it was outside our building? Like let's start collecting on uh, people parking down here. I don't want them to, be, to start charging parking <laughs> right. in front of my building. Or, but who does? Nobody. Like it doesn't. Oh yeah, there's a lot of I mean. people who want to have their car, cars. I don't care about cars parked in front of my building all day, every day, all the time. I will park somewhere. But else. you'll get a you'll get a permit to be able to park out here now, so you'll be free. You can park out here all day. I'm not free now. They're not going to make it free for me. No, but if you're in the parking neighborhood, you get a permit to park in front of your house for free, and everyone else has to pay. Right. I think that's different than give a pass to everybody who works in this building. Yeah, we should do that. Though. Yeah, well, you lobby for that. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have 100 people that work in your building? Oh, a U.S. Bank building? Well, sure. How many people work there? 1,000? All right. Well, here's 1,000 parking passes. Well, they already Just pay hand for, them out. for lots in the, in so, the parking room. And ramp, so, so do we. Yeah. Pay for parking right across the street if you want to. Right. Or you uh, take your chances getting a ticket. I. It just I, seems funny that an individual neighborhood can go, yeah, we're going to make you guys pay for parking, we're going to collect well, it, and we're going to do what we want with the money. Well, none, none of that is true. No? No. Some of it, I mean, you, you're, you're touching on the edges of true, but it isn't like the neighborhood says, hey, we're going to start charging everybody. That's not. City, hello, hello, police, mark this down, these new address numbers. From here to here, we're charging. Yeah, Washburn neighborhood. We're charging. No, no, it's you, not like that. You, no. What is it? Like? No, you get permission from the police and the city council to right. become a parking benefit district. You right. apply for that designation, and if they say you're in, right. then you're in. Then now, you're in. Then you're in. But that's not we've decided because the city can say sorry. We've decided no. Right. We've decided your area is too small because I asked, and I will ask Jim again tomorrow. Uh, what about a group of neighbors on a particularly busy street, but it's two blocks long? It's right. 15 houses, seven on this side and seven on that side, or 20 houses, you know, whatever, to make it even. It's 20 houses. It's not a big neighborhood. Yeah. But this particular street is horribly busy all the time. Could they apply for a parking benefit district? Just try, Because I, the goal of all of this parking nonsense 
is to keep cars from parking in front of your house all day. The goal of all this is the police get the right parking tickets and collect that revenue. Well, that's the way it seems, but it was the beginning, the uh, the, the laudable uh, action of the city who caved to some residents who cried that they can't park in front of their own house, so do something about it, and those residents uh, gave birth to this monster. Right, but the last time we had Flatmire on, he said that wasn't really it at all. It wasn't to keep people from parking in front of houses, because he said a lot of those parking places are apartment buildings and university buildings that don't have that problem, right? Nobody's complaining that somebody's parked outside the science building at UWL right. because the science building doesn't have residents doesn't, there. That doesn't have anybody in it that cares, right. So, I mean, that was the last time. I mean, maybe his answer changes, but... Okay, so um, if that's not, if it's not, if this whole thing wasn't started by residents, who started it? Right. And, and, and Nobody and, will say? And if it's not... Because that's the last answer I heard. Residents contacted the city and said, please do something about cars parked in front of my house. All day long. Right. Maybe not the majority, you know, in this giant area around the university, maybe there's way more business than there is homes, but the businesses didn't call because they don't care. So that area shouldn't count, maybe. Right. You're trying to move cars in front of these 10 houses that are right across the street from Wemberley, or, you know, I don't know the names of the streets yeah, over there exactly. well enough to know which one is busy with cars, but those residents right across the street from one of the halls. Is he's angry because at 7.30 in the morning there's cars in front of his house, and at 7.30 at night there's still cars in front of his house. Right. Could he please maybe ever park in front of his house ever? And maybe that's only 10 cars, I mean 10 houses. Yeah. These guys in front of this super busy building. That would make a lot of sense, but that they wasn't call, the answer. They call the city and say, could you do something about that? Why, yes, we could. Yeah. We could take care of your issue, and while we're at it, make a little money on this deal. Right. Thank you very much for your request. We will help you. In the meantime, we're also going to help ourselves. Moving moving these to other neighborhoods now is interesting, too, because who collects the parking ticket money then? If city. They, okay. so Isn't that who gets it now? No, but like in That's the, who I pay when I get it. The new it. neighborhood association oh. ordinances. You no, know, the city, gets, the city, the city will, will collect the money, the parking ticket. and the neighborhood will get a percentage. Well, okay, well, in the neighborhood will get like the parking fees, maybe, right? Like I'm going to pay to park. Yeah, I, so don't, I don't know if they've worked out the nitty-gritty of right. how, to, how to divvy up the cash. But it's going to be, it's not going to be like, oh, I don't know, we shouldn't do it here because, oh, wait, we're going to get all the money from the parking tickets and we're going to get all the money from charging for parking? Uh, why wouldn't we do this? Well, uh, because you're not going to get all the money from either of those. You're going to get a portion. Well, we, as in the city or the neighborhood, somebody, the neighborhood. somebody is weak. The city is, going to, the city is going to get the big piece because right. they're the city. The neighborhood will get a percentage. Right. I don't pick a number. I have no idea. 20%? Pick someone who doesn't want this. 20%. I don't want this. No, but... Because unless they write a ton of tickets, but who's 20% of a couple hundred bucks, now I'm just ticking off my neighbors. Now everybody's just mad at me. Oh, yeah, you're one of those uh, who lives over there on Blah Blah Street. Yeah, I got I got tickets over there all the time just for parking for 10 minutes. Or, you know, whatever. Pick a, yeah. a cry story. You're going to make more people angry because those six or 10 or 20 residents are mad about people parking in front of their house. And now everybody's going to be – the only way for this to be a good thing for the – it's like those people on TV that say, I made $10,000 by shopping online. Mm-hmm. You didn't make $10,000. You you spent 100000 and you got a $10,000 rebate check. Yeah. So, you know, that's the residents that are going to be so happy about, uh, like, getting a, a, a refund in your taxes. 
I got a $1,000 refund of my taxes. Well, you're an idiot. You're supposed to get zero. Don't you want all your money now? Right. And now those residents say, yippee, we got $5,000 to do whatever we want with in our community, in our little neighborhood. We can make some suggestions and get some benches or switch up some lights, you know, pretty lights or whatever they want to do, put a thing in the park, whatever. They have some input as to how to spend that money. But that five grand came from them. And their neighbors and anybody else who parked in front of their house from, got a ticket. It came from the people that, but, but them per se, they they won't have to pay for parking in there. Well, they got a parking pass. Yeah, they get a parking. Still pass. doesn't but guarantee they, they get company the or something. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, and so. it still doesn't guarantee they get to park in front of their house. Yeah, because you can't park on your lawn because that's illegal. Nope. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You can't park on your grass. Uh, you, you not even for a little while. So yeah, you're going to see the garage building business go up. I don't, I don't know how this is going to work. I'm, I am really interested in seeing how it will work. You got an idea? 785-7914. Let's talk. Stay informed. That's where you can have love. In the elevator. Doors closed. Nobody's watching. Security camera doesn't work right now. Tom P. says, Mike, it's tally times math times time. Face it, parking fees just don't feed the grand scheme of things. If I park for two hours at a friend's house, I have to pay? I don't know the answer to that, Tom, but I'll tell you, it's interesting to me. And here, let me let me uh, do this. Last time we spoke with the uh, parking guru, Jim Flaubmeier, who knows a lot of stuff, uh, This he, to one of our questions, the answer was... But the beauty of this pilot program is there's not a lot of private residential areas on those streets. Uh, most of it is multifamily and college, the university buildings. And so there's just college buildings. There's not residential home, not a lot of residentials. There's a lot of college students who uh, who create their own agony, and the city wants to make them pay for it. I, I don't understand that. There are a few areas like that, but it tends to be more in the areas where it is student housing as opposed to just residential property owners. And so do you feel like college students, if it's college residences and college buildings and not a lot of private residences, then... And if that happens, or if you move and you get a citation in that location and you have a residential permit, all you have to do is appeal that citation online and... And we'll be able to take a look at that and then help you through that problem. It it didn't say fix it. didn't say take care of it, help you through that problem. Because chances are you got a ticket for parking in a place for a longer period of time. Well, and Tom brings up a good point. If you, and and now neighbors, neighbors, uh, residential neighborhood groups would like to have a parking benefit district. So they are bringing paid parking to their neighborhood on purpose. If you want to come to my house, you have to pay to park in my neighborhood. It's already two-hour parking, most of those neighborhoods. Now it would be pay to park, maximum four hours. And so if you ever have a, anybody in your neighborhood have a Packer party, I don't know how your friends are going to get there because the Packer game's generally a, about a four-hour gig. All your friends are going to be leaving immediately after the game. How's that going to work? I don't. Uh, I don't like that. Who we got over here? Number three. Let's go to the phone. Say hey, number three. Good evening. Is it snowing at your house yet? No, it's, the roads are 
little icy, but there's no snow whatsoever. All right. well, that's good to know. How are you feeling today? I, you know, I'm a little bit better. I'm not as sore as I was yesterday. My elbows, the, you know, a little, the point of my elbow is still a little bit sore. But uh, I forgot to tell okay. you the other day, it isn't the fall that hurts. It's that sudden stop. Oh, yeah. That's, That'll get you every lying, time. Yeah, lying there on my back realizing it's not going to be as easy to get up today as it was yesterday. <laughs> Been there, done that. Anyway, talking about parking, you don't know if the city has hired a consultant from Minneapolis or Chicago to study this, have you? I uh, don't believe so, no. Well, you know, anytime it's a big deal, they should hire a consultant. That way, if it don't work, they can blame the consultant and not themselves. Well, they are uh, saying, they being the police in the city, are saying that this is a test, that this yeah, pay for test. parking okay. thing is a test. Anyway, it's like I told you before, I live on the south end, there's no problem. But if I was those people, like I made that survey a week or so ago, park in the alley and you won't have no problem. Well, maybe. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the what the rules are. In the well, you can park a car in the alley in your backyard. There's no rules about that. People park on their boulevard. So, I mean, if they're just driving around the back and parking in the alley, no problem. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't sit there and fight that. I'd just park in the backyard. <laughs> well, that's uh, and yeah, that's uh, an option, I guess. Unless I guess that's the simplest thing I would do. Right, but that's just what if you live in a family in a house that has uh, three cars? Well, you usually get three cars in a backyard. Can you? Man, you live in a big, you got a big backyard there, dude. Well, I could put 12 cars in my parking lot. Well, house. stop showing off. I can off. see how people stop showing off. get mad in cars in front of your house all the time. I can three. see that, but I can see no answer down the road how this is going to work. I think they got the cart in front of the horse. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what, I just, I know exactly how I'm going to park downtown. I'm coming to your house. You got enough yeah, room to park on, for me and eleven. Pull in the refrigerator, no problem. Pull right around and back. Me and my eleven friends, we're parking at your house. That is it. I'm telling you, I don't know how this is going to work. I, uh, uh, have you got an idea? And the neighbors are asking for this opportunity themselves. Neighbors are asking for a parking benefit district, paid parking, to come to their neighborhood. How? Uh, and and you, you and your husband. And your child who goes to high school, get a parking pass. Your son who's in college, he's only here, you know, in the summer because he's in school. But he's back on the weekend, so you get a parking pass. If any of the, if your kids or your, any of you, either of you, have people over to your house, you better give them a couple of bucks. Isn't that, they get to park at your house. They get, do they get two hours free? I don't know if that, how that will change. If the first two hours in front of your house well, are free, and then you got to pay a buck an hour after that. If you're having like a party, instead of is this on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you're having a party, and instead of you know bringing wine or something to eat, you just you go. I got to pay for parking now, so I didn't bring any. Right. I didn't bring any food. Yeah. I'm gonna pop for everybody's parking. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> just do that. Yeah. There you go. That's a great idea, Rick. BYOB you can't give or me a ticket pay for the parking. You can't give me a ticket. I paid for all the parking. How's that going to work? I don't. Uh, I don't get that. We got. Let's go Joe. back. Joe. Good afternoon. You're on the air, buddy. What's on your mind? Hey, there's nothing wrong with putting the cart in front of the horse. My uncle always used to say that he had to come into town backwards just to make it look like he was leaving because he was so bad. <laughs> That's good stuff. Let me write that down. Oh, never mind. Hey, next time you call, buddy, uh, uh, 
don't be on your speakerphone. It's it sounds really far away. Uh, but thanks, thanks for the uh, thanks for the giggle. <laughs> Lacrosse Talk PM News Talk fourteen ten AM ninety two three FM online at wizmnews.com and on uh, Facebook Live as well. Did I? Yeah. Well, some of the other concerns that I have gathered up in conversation from people is who. It, well, you brought it up first, Rick. Who's going to be in charge? City Council wants fingers in this pie. They do not want the police uh, to be or administration to be doing uh, making decisions without their uh, input, whether it is uh, a rulemaking or funding application. Well, because uh, well, and one of the things that uh, one of the city council people that I spoke with uh, earlier today was concerned that. Uh, uh, Residents, uh, college students that are currently locked into uh, an apartment that doesn't, that may not include uh, off-street parking, will maybe now be required to pay for parking, or will they get a parking pass? I believe that residents, anybody who's renting an apartment, will get a parking pass for the period of time that you know for the. Well, I think I think if you're renting, well, if you're renting out of a house, that that's different. Do, if it's an apartment building, you're, those buildings are required to have parking space for you, right? Like a parking lot or something. For every resident, you know, so there's so. two people or four people but, in but, an apartment. But not. A, but I'm not sure if it's if it's a house, you know, when you're renting out yeah. rooms to college kids. I don't know how that works. I don't either. But um, they they should be able to apply. But I remember asking him about that, and he was like, "No, that goes to the homeowner, the land, you know, the property." Right. Well, owner, that's so. we had we have a, I, and once again, way before I jumped down the wrong well, road, yeah. how many homes, uh, how many college homes are over there versus right. college apartments over there and everywhere, right? Like because well, any neighborhood, right? And if you're yeah, if, you, if you're if, well, and a residential neighborhood that includes a lot of college rental right. homes, uh, I would guess that the Neighborhood Association would have to get approval of well, the here, vast majority of their members, which is going to make a lot of college students interested in becoming socially active right. because they're about to uh, get left out in the dark if they don't vote for or against a parking ordinance that's going to cost them $24 a day. Right. Well, here's the other thing, too, is um, are we going to have to hire somebody in City Hall to manage all the Hey, I need a new parking permit. You know, like I, I it's think Jim Plummer's going to need more staff, more phone calls, and then the parking police are going. They don't have to. The police don't have to patrol those areas during the day now at all because they're free parking, right? I mean, it, it, like, well, I think it's two hours. I mean, well, there's some of these neighborhoods. Well, some uh, of them are two hours, but like yeah. if you get into the the weeds there, there's no. It's free parking, right? Like that's. I I, I don't know, know. in maybe, the city. Like maybe. if you go up to like Eighth Street, it's free. You know, like oh, you sure. go far enough up. It's right, right. Free get out of, if you get away from stuff. You, know, you bet. Yeah. Right. So those would now be required to have a. They would have to have permits. B. There would people would have to pay well, for parking. C. If, if that area that's out there in the weeds yeah. is included in somebody's well, neighborhood that they applied for and yeah. successfully got well, a parking gonna, benefit district, then, yeah, maybe. Are we going to have to hire, buy more parking jeeps and more jeep police to, like, patrol well, more areas of the maybe city? Maybe the and number of tickets they write will pay for it. Yeah. And it'll, they'll be able to buy those be, jeeps for cash. There'll be another, what, $80,000 officer and $150,000 jeep that we're going to need to, to well, pay for? I'm not ready to, you know, put the giant negative on it because that's all speculation. What? Are we going to? I know well. Because you're nitty-grittying the negative. 
Are we going to have to buy an $80,000 officer and a $150,000 well, extra government no. stuff? Wait, uh, I thought you well, were the anti-government guy. Well, I am. But I'm way at the beginning of all of this blah, blah. This whole giant thing is is a giant gaping wound as far as I'm concerned. This is going to do nothing but make people angry. Period. This experimentation is going to be, let's pile on the city council member who represents my district because it costs me a ton of money now to park where I used to just live. And now I can't. Now i got to pay a ticket. And I had friends over the other night to watch the, the Badgers basketball game. Three of them got tickets. What are we going to do about that, city council person? We'll be right back. I wonder if you, can, you probably can't play this song anymore in public, can you? That's that's going to be offensive and be rude. And you're talking mean. So this may be well, the last time you hear but, this song on the radio. But uh, doesn't Steven Tyler kind of emulate this song now? You can't even say that on the radio. Because <laughs> no, he kind of does. He does look like an old lady. Well, yeah, well, maybe, but that's a different kind of a. You can't uh, you can't uh, you can't do that anymore. You certainly you can't yell that at anybody across the room. Seven eight five seven nine one four the phone number. The Crosstalk PM on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes. Rick Solomon and I in the studio tonight waiting for the other galosh to drop. Probably not going to happen until tomorrow. Tonight, annoying amounts of snow and sleet. A wintry mix. Tomorrow, we might get measurable snow and it may fall uh, heavy at times. So be prepared and uh, be careful. Of course, Mark Meyer will have all the very latest on those weather updates first thing in the morning after 6 on the Crosstalk AM. Uh, Bill, I do not know the answer to your question. Would 100% of the residents have to approve? My guess is no. My guess is a majority would have to approve, uh, but not 100%. A majority. And that's why I'm thinking that some of those neighborhoods that might apply for uh, this uh, uh, parking benefit district uh, are going to include some college students who better quickly learn about civics and get involved, because if they don't, it's going to cost them a pile of money. I'm still not quite sure. what I, I hope the residents that are asking for parking benefit districts understand that the money that they would get from the city to spend on spiffing up their neighborhood is their money. This is not money the city's going to say, hey, congratulations, you've been so good. Here's 10% of your money back. Well, it's not all your money. It's all your neighbor's money. Remember that football party you had? Yeah, that's well, you get 10% of all those tickets. That's why none of your friends will come over for a Packer game anymore. Uh, you know, yee. This just it's, sounds so, so dubious. And for what reason? What? Why are we making cars pay to park in front of your house or in front of the building? Now you have to pay to park over in front of that building. And there's nobody even in that building right now. It's only used... You know, whatever, 7 to 5, 7 to 4, Monday through Thursday, but you still got to pay to park there on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Uh, let's go to the phones. Hey, Joe, what's on your mind, bud? Hey, Waiting for the Other Galosh to Drop is the best album name I've heard in 2019. <laughs> and then also... Write, write that one down. You know, you have to say, dude looks like the gender pronoun him or her is comfortable with. That's what we have to switch the song uh, to. That's you're going to have to... I'll, uh, I will send uh, Aerosmith's <laughs> band management an email and suggest that they rework the lyrics. To that well, really, though, my comment was, uh, 
with this parking, does that mean we're going to have to hire more parking cops? We're going to have to buy more license plate readers. We're going to have to buy more Jeeps. So we're looking at about a $100,000 investment to what, give us tick- as many tickets to kids trying to go to college as possible. Rick, what see what is? you started, Rick? You see what you started? Rick mentioned that just a couple of minutes ago. So we're going to have to hire another guy and buy a couple more Jeeps. Well, you got to buy more Jeeps. Those Jeeps yeah. probably cost the city twenty five to 30000 Then you got another guy that's on the payroll for the year for 30000 Then I'm sure. sure those license plate readers cost 5000 I can't imagine. How it, yeah, I can't imagine how it won't break. be difficult to manage. Hey, Joe, thanks very much for your thoughts. I appreciate it. We'll go back to the phones. Back to your calls right after this. Lacrosse Talk PM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. I'm Mike Hayes with Rick Solom. And just got a couple of minutes here. Let's get back to the phones real quickly. Jim, good afternoon. You're on the air, bud. What's on your mind? Good afternoon, Mike. I'll make this real quick. Good. The gentleman that texted you a little bit ago and said, does it take 100% for the people to make a difference on, on what they want or don't want? No, it, all it takes is the council members because we don't matter, remember? Right. You're well, right. Yeah, I suppose... Uh, It would be very interesting. You're right, Jim. Hey, I appreciate your call, your thoughts. I get what you're saying. You said it this morning as well. You're uh, very concerned that the council has these public hearings, knowing full well they have no intention of doing anything but what they've already decided that they're going to do. Uh, That's a concern of a lot of people, and that's the point Jim was making, that uh, the council, when uh, when they have these meetings, they already know how they're going to vote. They already know what the outcome is going to be. They're going to have this public hearing, and you're going to get a chance to blah, 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 and then blah, blah, blah. And unless you bring up a really salient point that really hammers home with somebody, then you're not going to get what you want. That's a concern of a lot of people. On the other hand, depending on how the council votes, maybe you get exactly what you want. Because the council did what you want, and then you go home thinking, I love my city council. They are so good at thinking and listening and doing what I want them to do. They're smart. And I think that because they did exactly what I wanted them to do. Or you go home with the exact opposite opinion because they listened to you very carefully. They said they listened to you very carefully. And then they voted differently. And then they turn out to be a group of boobs that don't pay attention and don't care and don't ever listen. You know, that, so there's always going to be a group of losers. All depends on how that works out. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Jim Flopmeyer tomorrow at about 7.50, in case you're interested. Come and join us then on Lacrosse Talk AM, right here on WIZM Lacrosse. Be careful tonight and tomorrow. Could get crazy. 6 o'clock.